0: morning, people of God. God calls us to worship, and we come. Some with laughter and songs of joy, some from a sense of obligation or habit, some with hearts heavy with grief, some with distraction or exhaustion, some with eagerness and enthusiasm. God calls us through it all to worship, and we come some with stress, loneliness, or depression. As God's dearly loved children, we bring all our joy, our pain, hurt, and hope into this place, this moment of spirit-given grace, love, and hope. Meet us, loving Lord, as we gather for worship. Let us pray. We gather in your presence, Lord of the universe, to acclaim your great salvation. You have done marvelous things. You rescued your people from oppression, poverty, sin, and death. You raise up prophets to witness to justice. You reveal your righteousness to the nations. Send forth your spirit and have your way in our lives And in our worship, we pray this in your name, Lord, and with much thanksgiving. Amen. Listen with me now to the hymn, Praise to the Lord the Almighty, the King of creation. Pray, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts, Lord, be acceptable in your eyes. You are our rock, our strength, and our Redeemer. Amen. As a theme for this morning, I wonder if you will consider with me the theme, Lost and Found. People of God, as a mother to two children, A daughter who grew up in a family, a sister to an older brother and an older sister. I've had my fair share of digging into bins with foul-smelling funky items of clothing, looking for my own children's lost items or being sent by my siblings to go and find their particular items they have lost. I eventually decided That's enough. I'm not going to dig into any funky smelling bins and boxes no more. If it's lost, so be it. I wonder if you've had such or a similar experience. I want to bring that now in relation to the last six months. The different levels of our lockdown, our state of disaster. I calculated over six months... 183 days all together. You and I stand in amazement. It's exactly half a year that we as a nation have lost. Listening to the news the other day, I was completely startled by this figure of 2.2 million jobs that were lost. At a personal level, I've lost close friends through death. I have also been a witness to the many occasions planned, organized, completely lost. We've lost money. We've lost relationships. What have you lost in the last six months? I want for us to think about it. The idea or the experience of having lost and found is a known experience to all, even to a little child. During Easter this year, I refer to this in my sermon on Easter Sunday morning. I referred to what deep and significant loss we as God's people, the Christian community, The loss we experienced on Good Friday. But then Easter Sunday happened. And gee, what joy we celebrated. In total contrast to the absolute devastation we experienced of death, of violence on Friday just before. But on Sunday we celebrated because of what we found. We lost something very, very close and dear to our hearts three days before. And then again we found it. Jesus, Jesus, just the mention of your name says the hymn. It brings me to reading of this morning. If you will turn with me to the New Testament, the gospel according to Saint Luke, chapter 15. In chapter 15, there is the telling of the story of three different kinds of losses experienced. Listen for the word of God. The parable of the lost sheep. Rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. The parable of the lost coin. Or what woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. The parable of the prodigal son. Then he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that is coming to me. And he divided the property between them. Not many days later... The younger son gathered all he had, took a journey into a far country, and then he squandered his property in reckless living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. So when he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into the fields to feed pigs, and he was longing to be fed with the pods, that the pigs ate and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's highest servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion, ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and earth. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. The father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. And let us eat and celebrate, for my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. From all three stories from the Gospel according to St. Luke, it is very evident to me that lost items, And people matter to Jesus. In other words, our reality and sense of loss that we experience matters to Jesus. He makes it his business to participate in that particular experience of loss. And I'm reading into these particular stories. His intention is to transform our loss into something new and different. As I considered the question, what have we found? It reminded me of the scripture from Exodus chapter 4 verse 2, where God called Moses and told him to go and lead the children of Israel into the promised land. Moses, however, was afraid that they won't believe him, and he asked for a sign of the power of God, and God asked him the question, Moses, what is in your hand? To which he answered, a staff. My interpretation is a dead object, but in God's instruction he said, throw it or lay it down on the ground. In that moment, it became a snake, from dead to alive. The COVID 19 pandemic showed us some flames. Lessons were learned and are being learned. It compelled us to consider the exact question Jesus asked of Moses What is in your hand? And my understanding as I consider this particular lesson is God saying to us, release what is in your hand to God. He wants to make it or you useful. Let me share with you what I have found, not only from my own experience, but from the shared experiences of the people I have talked to. We are found in the midst of the storm, our anchor, Jesus Christ, steadfast and sure. In the midst of death, we recognize the survival and life. And life is always stronger than death. Secondly, we have found such a beautiful spirit of faith in action. Communities gave, communities shared, communities played, communities carried known, unknown friend and stranger in their hearts. Communities continue to rally. No one asked, who is it for? Whom do they worship? Communities gave. Thirdly, we have found a renewal of God's promise. That all-important promise which gives such security. God saying, never will I leave you nor forsake you. I want to liken it to the first day that you and I, or if we consider our children's first day at school, your entry from the familiar to the unknown. And I know there's always the conversation and the promise we make, I won't cry. Yet when the critical moment comes, when you are left with strangers whom we entrust our lives and the lives of our children to, in that moment, we break down. And inevitably, one of the big people will lean forward or down and say to you, don't worry, everything will be okay. In that moment, regardless of what is said, the voice of God speaks directly to your heart saying, fear not, for I am with you. Friends, each new day and every new experience is just like the first day of school a renewal of God's promise. Never will I leave you, nor will I forsake you. Someone throughout this time did take our hands and led us into the classroom of life. We have found enduring spirits prevailing in women and men, our youth and our children. Endurance reveals and strengthens character. I have seen it, and so have you. I've experienced it, and so have you. I recognize, and I know that you will too, we have lost so much. But if we weigh up very carefully, you must admit, We have lost much, but we found much more. As we consider what we've lost and what we've found, I pray that you will be surprised at what the Lord has done and is doing in your lives. What do you think? What weighs more, what we've lost or what we have? Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let us pray. We give thanks for the spirit of humanity. In all we do and experience, O God, teach us first to love. For love is most precious. Love knows no limit to its endurance, no end to its trust, no fading of its hope. It outlasts anything and it stands when all else has fallen. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. When we love holy God, it is easier to speak, it's easier to listen, it's easier to minister together, it's easier to work together, it's easier to pray together. Open our minds to all that is ours, to imagination, to understanding, to a sense of peace, to constant rejoicing, not focusing on what is lost. But also to remember what is found what we have and before we think of comparing what we don't have to look at what is in our hands and how that can be useful to you and to me holy God holy God when this day is done Give us hope for another day to experience your love. We pray this in your name and with thanksgiving. Amen. Our closing hymn, all to Jesus, I surrender.
1: I surrender all to him I freely give I will ever love and trust him So
0: People of God, our benediction. May the love of the cross, the power of the resurrection, and the presence of the living Lord be with you always. The blessing of the eternal God, creator and sustainer, risen Lord, liberator and savior, giver of holiness and love be upon you, so that you can participate to bring life and hope to those in struggle. In the name of our risen Christ. Amen.